Okay, Brukhama Bam, welcome everyone. Parshas Truma. We have very um, exciting cheer. We want to begin by thanking the sponsors of tonight's cheer. All the shurim on Sefer Shemais are sponsored by Dr. Zakheim, Umashpachta, Le'ilu Nishmas, Shlema, Eliezer ben Harab Yaakov, Zakheim, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Dr. Zakheim's mother, Rivka Bastuvia Halevi, Ben Hashem Hashem and Aliyah, they should believe Lisa Yisharm for the whole family. We thank very much the Israeli family for sponsoring the learning of Chodesh Shavad in memory of Mayor Ben David, dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. David Israeli. Tonight's year is still awaiting sponsorship. If anybody would like to participate, please let us know. Okay, Parshas Truma. <coughs> So we're talking about the building of the Mishkan. And the Mishkan has very unusual ingredients in terms of who donated to the Mishkan. So for example, if you walk through most hospitals in the United States of America, you'll see that the donors are usually nice Jewish people. The main donors, the secondary donors, almost all the donors. You see pictures of you know husband and wife, and uh, almost always... Um, they're of Jewish descent. And if you go to, unfortunately, if you go to the zoos in this country, many of the donors, uh, I remember once thinking that um, in the Bronx Zoo, somebody donated $30 million for the gorilla house. Can you imagine how much good could be done with $30 million? But, Lahavdal Elf Alfei Avdalais, who donated to the Mishkan? We know However, the Mishkan, aside from the regular donations from all of Klal Yisrael, had very unusual ingredients. So let's start with the Bria Chatichan. We know the Bria Chatichan was the pole that went 30 amos through the wall, 10 amos through the exit wall, the back wall, 30 amos on the Safain. A total of 70 amos. And miraculously, the Gemara and Shabbos says the Bria Chatichon bent. It curved. Okay. Imagine if, tells you know, there's one beam that extends from that wall, that wall, that wall. It's impossible. How, how does the beam burn? How does the, be, the beam bend? But uh, that's what the Gemara tells us. It was miraculous. Says, Where'd they get the wood from? The middle beam, it extended from one end to the other. From the tree, that Abraham planted in Beersheba. When the Jewish people crossed the sea, the angels cut the tree. The Talkuliyam they threw into the sea. And it floated on the waters. The angels cried out, This is the Aishel that Abraham planted in Beersheba. So the Briachatichain, the support of the Mishkan, who contributed to it, where did it come from? The Aishel of Abraham Avinu. That's very interesting. That Avram Avinu is holding up the Mishkan. Avravinu provided the wood that holds up the Mishkan. Next, what's another ingredient in the construction of the Mishkan? Viyasisa es You should make the 
pillars, the, the, the vertical beams. The vertical beams, the what? The boards. Rashi's bother, what's hakirashim? The boards. What's the boards? Rashi says, Hayalaylam boards. What's the boards? Mau hakrashim. Ooh, these were special boards. Yaakov Avinu planted cedars in Egypt. They said, Jacob, what are you doing? Why are you planting cedars in Egypt? In Egypt we make pyramids. I just saw last night, uh, my father got me a book of pictures of Rabbi Yosef. So, (laughs) Rabbi first job when he was 25, he was a rabbi in Egypt. And where do you take uh, the kids on the Tiulim in Egypt? The pyramids. So I saw a picture of Avadia and like all oh, the Bachrim with the pyramids in the background. So that's, that's what you do in Egypt. But what well, Yaakovino planted cedars in Egypt. And he told Kal Yisrael, take him out with you when, when you leave Mitzrayim. On Yaakov's deathbed, he said, Ruvain, Bechoyriata, Shimon, Belefi, Klechamas, Rechazem, Yehuda, Ateducha. Hey, don't forget about the, the trees in the backyard. Make sure you get them out of Egypt. Hashem's going to eventually tell you to build a Mishkan, and you're going to need Atsei Shittim. Make sure you have the trees. That's what it means in the Piyot for the first day of Pesach. Tos Mata Mezairazin Kairos Batenu Arozim. That Yaakov Avinu encouraged Kalaiso to take the Arozim out of Mitzrayim. So Amravinu is responsible for the horizontal beams, the Briach HaTichon, and Yaakov Avinu is responsible for the vertical beams. And what did Yitzhak do? So the Medrash tells us in the Yaakov Shemaini and the Medrash Tanchuma, Yitzhak Avinu played a very important role. Anybody know what day was the Hakamas HaMishkan complete? What day did they finish uh, putting up the Mishkan? Chav Kislev, Hanukkah. And God said, no, no, not yet, not yet. We're not going to put it up today. We're going to leave it folded. Kislev, Teves, Shvat, Adar. And we're going to put it up Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Why? It's Yitzchak's birthday. It's the month of Yitzchak's birthday. We're gonna. So the date selected for the Hakama Samishkan was the birthday of Yitzchak Avinu, the month of the birthday of Yitzchak Avinu. So Avram Avinu, he supplied the Briach Hatichain. That's like you know the vertebrae. That's like the the spine of the Mishkan. And Yaakov Avinu provided the bones, the Krashim, and Yitzchak provided the calendar date. Is that interesting? Why, why wasn't it good enough that Yankel, Yankel Beryl gave the gold and Fievel gave the silver and, and uh, you know, Alexander, he gave the copper and some other guy. No, we need Avraham Avinu's Briach What do we need Avraham Avinu's Briach Dafka Only Avraham Avinu could supply something like that? Only Yaakov could supply the, the planks? So apparently the Avois had to be the contributors toward the Mishkan. So I saw an idea this week um, in the Sefer Chikrei Leib of Rab Aryeh Leib Hayman. I want to thank my dear friend Rab Gedalia Schwartz who got me the Sefer. And I figured this would be a great idea for a shir. And I knew, look, this week I'm under the gun a little bit. I'm leaving tomorrow. So I figured it would be a little bit of a shorter shir. And we're all good, you know. But then after, after this idea hit me, I, uh, the Rebbe Hashem gave uh, Mamish a big matana on top of it. So let's, let me share with you first what the Chikrei Lev says. We have to go back to the Ramban's Hakdama on Sefer Shemais. Anybody know? We know Bereshis has another name. What is Bereshis called? 
Sefer Yitzchak, the book of creation. So the question is, I understand that you were going to call Parsha's Bereshis the Parsha of creation because it talks about the creation of the world, but why call the whole Sefer Bereshis Sefer Hayitzira? Hashem's not creating the, the, the butterflies in Parshas Vayera, Chayisara told us, well, why is the whole Sefer called Sefer Hayitzira? So the Ramban utilizes this famous principle, that whatever the activities Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov did, it created the history of the Jewish people. It created what would eventually happen to Kal Yisrael. And therefore, the entire Bereshis is called the Book of Creation because the whole Bereshis, everything that happened to Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov created the history of the Jewish people. So Yaakov, you know, going down to Mitzrayim is Maseyav Esim and Labanim. And Yitzchak digging the wells is Maseyav Esim and Labanim. And everything that happened in Bereshis is creation, Maseyav Esim and Labanim. Says Ramban, what would we call Shemais? What's Shemais? What's Exodus? Shemais is the book of Galos and Geula, exile and redemption. So now the Ramban is bothered. Okay, that, that accounts for about four parshias. Shemais. We split. God split the Red Sea. We're good to go. We've been we've been redeemed. What do we need? What do we need the tabernacle for? What do we need the garments of the high priest? What do we need Vayakal Pekude? What are they doing? They were already redeemed all the way in Bishalach. So why is the entirety of Sefer Shema is called Sefer Hayitzira? Listen to what the Ramban says. The Ramban says beautiful idea. He says, number seven on the seventh line. V'hinei ha-golos einenu nishlam ad yoim shuvam el The exile is not complete until we get back to our place. What's our place? V'yamaalas avoysam yashuvu that we're restored to the level of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. In other words, we are not redeemed just because God split the Red Sea. Moses is standing there, and all the Jews are are walking through the Red Sea, and we're and uh, we we cross through, and the waters come crashing down, and we're waving at the Egyptians, who have been torn apart, and now so we would have thought we're we're redeemed already. No, we are not redeemed until we reach the level we're restored to the level of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Says Ramban, when we left Mitzrayim, even though we were technically free, we're still considered goylem exiles until because we're lost in the midbar. Yeah, we're 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 uh, far darbin in the midbar. We're 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 completely wayward. We're we're lost until Hakadosh Baruch Hu comes and we stand on Har Sinai and we build the Mishkan. And God puts the Shechina on the Mishkan. Ah, oh, now we're back to the Madrego of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Because Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov's Madrego was Soid Eloika Alei Ahalehem. The secret of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov was they were the Merkava to the Shechina. Their tent was the resting spot of the Shechina. The Shechina rested on the tent of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. And until the Jewish people are restored to that level where the Shekhinah is resting on our tent, we are still in Golos. So when does the Geula happen? Ready for this? Says Ramban, we have to wait until Parshish Chuma, we make the tent. And Tetzaveh, we get ready the garments we're going to wear in the tent. And then we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And we're looking heavenward. And finally, the very last Pasuk of Parshish Pekudeh, Anan Hashem ala Mishkan Yoimam Le'ene Kobis Yisrael 
Chazak, Chazak, Venus Chazak. The Shechina came down. We're back to the level of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. We're no longer in Golos. Now we're redeemed. I don't care if we if God split the Red Sea and Pharaoh is dead and the Egyptians are dead and God made Makas. Doesn't matter. We're not redeemed until we get back to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov housing the Shechina. When did that occur? When the Shechina rests on the Mishkan at the very end of Parshas Pekudei. So now we understand why the whole Sefer Shemais is called the Book of Redemption, because we're not redeemed till we build the Mishkan and God rests on the Mishkan. Now, now we understand why Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov need to build the Mishkan. Because <laughs> the purpose of the Mishkan is to be restored to the Madriga of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, to go back to that high level where the Shechina rested on the tents of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. So who better than Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov can supply the ingredients necessary to build such a tent to house the Shechina? So now we know. Avram has to supply the Bria And Yaakov Avinu supplies the Krashim. And Yitzhak Avinu supplies the dates because... We the whole objective of the Mishkan is to get back to the tent of Avram Yitzchak. Good. What about the Imahis? Because the whole purpose of the Mishkan is to get back to the tent of Avram Yitzchak. But whose tent was it? It was the tent of Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, Sarah Rivka Rachel So the Chikrei Leib says that. Who built the Mishkan? Who's the architect? B'Tzalel. B'Tzalel from Shevet Yehuda. So his great-grandmother is Leah. Who's his partner? Who's his partner? Ahaliyah ben Achisamach. Lamate Dun. What's Shevet Dun? Shevet Dun is, is attributed to Rachel. Because Rachel wasn't having kids. So Rachel said, I'm not going to have kids from me. Maybe I'll give Bilha to Yaakov. So technically, Don is Rachel's kid. In fact, when Don was born, Vatoymer Rachel! Donani Elohim! Rachel named him. So Ahaliyah, Benachisang Mate Don, comes from Rachel. So Rachel and Leah together provided the architects of the Mishkan. Rachel gave Ahaliyah, Benachisamach. And. Leah gave B'tzalel ben Uri ben Chor. And as the Pasuk says in Megillas Rus, Kerachel ukelea asherbanu shtehem as Beis Yisrael. Why does it say shtehem? They both built Beis Yisrael. Say, Kerachel ukelea shabanu. The word shtehem is extra. But whenever we have the word shtehem, Chazal always darshan, that they're equal. So Rachel and Leah, says Rabbi Leib Hyman, equally built Klal Yisrael. Rachel contributed... Aliyah ben Achisamach, and Leah contributed B'tzalel, so the Imahis also have a chelak in the Mishkan. And how about Sarah and Rivka? The answer is, this is the most obvious of all. So Yitzchak Avinu, he goes out to the field to pray for a Shidduch, and he daven Tfilas Mincha, from which we learn that if somebody's in need of a Zivug, the most effective Tfilah is Mincha. And right when he finished the tefillah, he lifts up his eyes. Hey, she's coming. That, that's that's expeditious prayer uh, service, you know? I, I, I have a friend in Israel. He has on his business card, 
Redemption expediter. <laughs> He's a redemption expediter. But then talks about, uh, you know, expeditious uh, prayer answering. Yitzchak Davin, he finished, he did Oysa Shalom, he lifts up his eyes and here she comes. So she, he brings her back to the tent, he wants to see. The Pasuk says, Ha'oyhala Sara Imai. Ha'oyhala, Rashi says, what do you mean Ha'oyhala Sara? He brought her to the tent and she did exactly what Sara did. So long as Sara was alive, the Nair lit from Arab Shabbos to Arab Shabbos. And the Chala stayed fresh from Friday to Friday. And the cloud was on the tent. You ever hear those miracles before? Thank you for the dramatic music. Did you do, do, do those mu- uh, miracles sound familiar? In the tent of Sarah, the Ner Shabbos was lit from Friday to Friday, and the challah stayed fresh from Friday to Friday, and the Anan was on the tent. That's the first Mishkan. These are the exact same miracles as the Mishkan. What do you think happened in the Mishkan? The Kohen lit the Menorah and it stayed, the Ner Ma'ravi never went out. Oh wow, what a big miracle. Not a big miracle. The Mishkan is a replica of the tent of Sarah. This is not a new miracle. The miracle of the Ner Ma'ravi always being burned is just a continuation. The whole purpose of the Mishkan is to restore the Jewish people to the Madrega of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. So of course there has to be a miracle in the Mishkan that the Ner is always burning because that was the original tent of Avram and Sarah. And then Sarah breaks, bakes challah. And as opposed to bread that you buy in America after 36 hours, it's already moldy. Unless they pour in, you know, poisonous uh, preservatives, and then it could last for many decades, right? But Sarah's bread lasted from Erev Shabbos to Erev Shabbos. Oh, what a big miracle! You ever hear that miracle before? That's the Lechem HaPanim. That's the miracle of Lechem HaPanim. They took it off on Friday, and it was exactly as fresh as when they put it on a week before. Oh, new miracle! Not new miracle. This is as old as the hills. This is what happened in the 10th of Sarah. Of course the Lechem upon him has to be fresh from Shabbos to Shabbos because it has to be a replica and a restoration of the tent of uh, Sarah, Rivka, Rachel. And then the cloud came down and the Shekhinah's on the tent. Whoa, big news. Not big news. This, this is what Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov had on their tent. This is what uh, Yitzchak saw when he brought Rivka home to the tent. So in other words, if you wanted to know, what is the Mishkan? The Mishkan is merely a national replica of the home of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. So you think it's a coincidence that Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov had to build the Mishkan? Of course they had to build the Mishkan. The whole purpose of Sefer Shemois is to get back to Sefer Bereshis and the Madrega of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. So if that's the purpose of Shemais and that's the purpose of the Mishkan, you think anyone else could do it? Who are we going to hire to do this? We're going to hire, um, you know, builders are us to come in and bring materials. We need Avraham Yitzchak and Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov are the only ones who could provide the spiritual ingredients to build an edifice that could be a replica of their tent. And even the Imahais, the Imahais also contributed to the building of the Mishkan. But it's interesting, you know, men and women build things different ways. The men will bring the raw supplies, but the women will know, okay, it has to be in this order and in and the details. So when they built the Mishkan, so Moshe Rabbeinu told B'Tzalel, okay, first build the Kalim, and then 
And then the building, B'tzal says, no, no, no. If, uh, if I have Kalim, where am I going to put them? First we've got to have the building, and then the Kalim. So that was the contribution of Rachel and Leah. The, that was the contribution of the Imahais. That's the Chachmas Nashem Ban Sabesa. So all of the ingredients and the spirit of the Mishkan was merely a replica of the tent of Abraham and Sarah. So in other words, Sefer Shemois is really bringing us back to Parshat Zayira. We're back to Vayira. Amravinu is sitting in the Amravinu is sitting in his you know tent, and the the neros are burning from Shabbos to Shabbos, and the bread is fresh, and the shechina is on the. That's what that's all it is. The Mishkan is going back to the tent of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. This is the great idea of the Sefer Chikrei Leif. Okay. Um, are you going for a simcha or something like that? That's a personal question. Okay. Um, so, let's take it a step further. Because I'm thinking about this. And that means that the Sefer, Sefer Shemois is the book of redemption. Why? Because it's not enough to leave Egypt. It's not enough to split the Red Sea. we got to go back to where... The Madrega of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, but to me, there's something missing over here. We ha- I don't think we've come for full circle. Do you really think that's all that needs to be done in Sefer Shemos? We're not redeemed until we get to the level of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. So we're only going back to Vayera, and then it hit me. I believe there's some other important ingredients in the making of the Mishkan, because in Parshas Vayakel. The Pasuk says, the Nesim brought Nadavis. The, the princes. What they bring? The Avnei HaShoyam, the Avnei HaMiluim, for the Eifah and the Choshen, the fragrances, the oil, for illumination, for the Shem and HaMishcha and the Ketar So Rashi's bothered, why the Nesim wake up now? So Rashi says, well, the Nesim, they said, whatever the Jews don't bring, we'll bring. But the Jews brought everything, so there was very little for them to bring, and therefore the word Nesim is spelled missing without a yod, to show that they were a little bit lazy. However, the Balaturim says the word Nesim could also be read as the word cloud. Nesim veruach vegeshem ayin. Nesim means cloud. The clouds brought the Avnei Shayam, the Avnei Miluim, and the fragrance, and the oil, and the Shemana Mishcha. The clouds? What kind of clouds? It says Targum Yonis and Benoziel, special clouds. The clouds of heaven went to Pishon, and they drew from there the Avnei Shoyam and the Avnei Miluim. You ever hear this? The new story, Targum Yonis and Benoziel says. The clouds went, they took out of the river of Pishon and they brought the special stones and they deposited it in the Jewish camp and the Jews donated it to the Mishkan. Where did it come from? Pishon, one of the four rivers of Ganeda. So now we're learning the Avnei Shem, the Avnei Mulem, they came from Pishon. But we're not finished, says Tarim Yosem. The clouds went back. The Oslin Leganeden. The Nazim Mitaman Yas Busma Bechira, they brought the best spices. Vias Mishcha Dezeis and olive oil. Vias Afar Dachia and fragrant Afar Simon. Afar Simon smells so good. You ever smell Afar Simon? I don't know. But it smells really good. 
So wait a second. Now we're learning that five of the most important items of the Mishkan they didn't come from Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. They came from the Garden of Eden. Now two of them came from Pishon. So technically that might not be the Garden of Eden, although Rabbi Yudah Achosid in his commentary to Chumash, he wrote a commentary called Sefer Gematriois. This is a book that goes back a thousand years. He says the clouds brought the Avnei Shayam and the Avnei Miluim from the Garden of Eden as well. As well. So according... and. The Mepharshim ask on him, there is no source in all the Midrashim that the Avnei Shem and the Avnei Milum came from the Garden of Eden, just the, the Boisem and the Shaman and the Afarsamayn. By the way, the Chida has an amazing reading of the Pesukim according to this. So that means it comes out, who donated to the Mishkan? The people. And God! So the Chuma starts off like this. Chuma starts off... Number one, first of all, take my chuma. Right? Everybody knows. If you're going to make a fundraiser, the guy doing the fundraising better donate himself. So God says, first thing I want you to know is I'm going to be contributing. So you said, what are you going to contribute? Don't worry. Avnei Shoyam, Avnei Miluim, the Shemen, the Boisem, the Shemen Amishcha, Vyikhulichuma. And and from the people. So I'm in on it, and you guys need to be on it also. This answers one of the most difficult questions that you'll ever encounter in Pasha Chuma. Ready for this? I don't know if you ever noticed this. Here's the Chuma. Zohav, Vachesef, Unichoshes, Usicheles, Viargomon, Vistoilashani, Vishesh, Vizim, Vioirois, Vioirois, Vaseshitim. Shemen Lamar. Why not Vishemen Lamar? What happened in the middle, uh, like three quarters of the way through, we stopped with the Vavs. You ever bother by that question? Shemen Lamar. Bishemen. What about Vishemen Lamar? U Bishemen Says the Chida. God says, first of all, take my Chuma. Vikhuli Chuma. Take my Chuma. And. And take from the people. Now from the people you're going to take Zahav, And the people say, okay God, what are you going to give? So God says, okay, when the Vavs are over, now I'm telling you what I'm going to give. I'm going to give Shemen Lamar. That's why there's no Vav starting B'Shemen because it's a separate thing. It's not connected to what it said before. So bottom line is, a lot of stuff came from the Garden of Eden. So we explained, based on the Chikrele, very beautifully, why Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov had to contribute to the Mishkan, because the whole purpose of the Mishkan is to be restored to the level of Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. And the whole purpose of Sefer Shemais is to be redeemed, to get back to the level of Soid Eloika, Alei Oleim, the level of the cloud over the temple of Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. So then what do we need all these donations from the Garden of Eden for. I thought we just got to get back to Parshas Vayera. We got to get back to the level of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. So following the line of reasoning of the Chikre Lev, clearly, if so many important things came from the Garden of Eden, we got to get back, not only to the level of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, we got to get back to the level that Adam Arishan was on before he got chased out of the Garden of Eden. 
So let's talk about that a little bit because I'm going to show you a Pasuk. And I, honestly, I've read this Pasuk many times. I never saw it like this. And now, now this Pasuk is like jumping up and down to me. But first, hold your horses. Look at number 18. When the Mishkan was finally erected, the Pasuk says, Vayihi biyoyim. And it was on the day that God, that Bnei Yisrael completed making the Mishkan. Says the Rajbi, Vayihi means something that was, it stopped, and it goes back to the way it was. Because when Hashem originally created the world, the Shekhinah came down to the world. How do I know when God created the world, the Shekhinah came down to the world? It says, Vayishma'u, Adam and Chava heard, Eskarl Hashem, Meshalich Bagan. God's voice was walking in the garden. But then the Shechina left when Adam sinned. The Shechina didn't come down until the Mishkan was built. Therefore, when the Mishkan was built, it says, And it was, meaning what was originally is back. What was originally is back? The Shechina that was in this world finally came back. So I would add to the Ramban that Sefer Shemois is not just going back to the Madrega of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. The Madrega of the Shechina resting on the tent of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. But it's going back to the level that Adam Arishan was on before he sinned in the very first chapter of Bereshus where the Shechina is down here in this world. You see, Bereshus begins that God is down here in this world. And then Adam sins. But Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov apparently kept the semblance of Shechina in this world, and then the Shechina left completely, and not until the end of Sefer Shemois does the Shechina come back to the way it was in the Garden of Eden. In fact, what Pasuk did God say when the Mishkan was built? It's a Pasuk in Shir Hashirim. It has the most beautiful trap in all of Tanakh. Basi legani achosi chala. Basi legani. When the Mishkan was built and God came in, God said, I've come to my garden. Huh? The Mishkan's not a garden. Why is God saying, I've come to my garden? Says the Medrash, look at number 19. Basi Lagani, God said, I remember the good old days when I was present in this world and you heard my voice, Miss Halich Bagan. When Adam sinned, the Shechina went up from the first Rakia. It left this world and went up to the first Rakia. Kayan sinned, it went up to the second Rakia. Dar sinned, it went up to the third Rakia. Dar Hamabel sinned, it went up to the fourth Rakia. Dar Hamigdal, it went up to the fifth. Anshe Sidoim, the sixth. The Mitzrayim, the seventh. And then the Jews had to bring it down, 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 down. So what happened? Avram Avinu brought it down to six. Yitzchak brought it down to five. Yaakov to four. Levi to three. Kahas to two. Amram to one. Moshe came. He built the Mishkan. He brought it back into this world. God comes to the Mishkan. He says, Basi Ligani. I'm back to my garden. So what's the purpose of the Mishkan? Yes, like the Chikrei Lev says and the Ramban says, 
to bring us back to the Madrega of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. And that's why Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov had to contribute to the erection of the Mishkan. But we need to get back to an even greater level. We need to get back to Gan Eden. So you think it's a coincidence that the most important ingredients of the Mishkan came from Gan Eden? In fact, I just said today, this afternoon, from the Kuzari. The Kuzari writes, the Shemen HaMishcha and the Ketoros HaSamim were not carried by Kahas. They were not carried by Merari and Gershaim. They were carried by Elazar ben Aaron HaKoyen because they're the life force of the Mishkan. So the life force of the Mishkan, that has to come from a special place. Where does that come from? That comes from the Garden of Eden. In fact, the Chida's great-great-grandfather, the Chesed Avram Avram Azulai, he writes that when Hashem created Adam in the Garden of Eden, so question, so what was the rest of the world for? Like, I know what you're thinking. If Adam was in the Garden of Eden, so what was Barapark? Right? I'm saying, did that ever cross your mind? Why did God create Barapark if Adam's in the Garden of Eden? So the Chesed Avram addresses that exact question. He says the Garden of Eden was like the Beis HaMikdash. And that's where Adam Rishon did his Avodah Hashem. And when he needed to take care of Tzarchei HaGuf, physical needs, then he went to Bar Park. He went outside of the Mishkan. He went to Chutz Laaretz. You filled the fish, right. Something like that, right? So basically, the, just what we're bringing out from the Chesed Avram is that Gane then was a Mishkan, a Mikdash. You ready for this Pasuk? You're going to flip, you're going to do a somersault. I'm going to show you a pasuk you saw your whole life. Matis, full 360. You're going to be so happy when you see this pasuk. Vayigoresh es ha'adam. He chased that Adam. Vayashkein mikedem leganeiden es hakruvim. So literally, yeah. Rashi says, God put outside of Ganeiden these malache chavala, these dangerous Angels wielding swords that if Adam would come in, they would chop off his head or something. Vayashkein. There was a Mishkan. Mikedem before Gan Eden. And what was in that Mishkan? Kruvim. So who said you could read that Pasuk that way? Targum Yonasen ben Uziel. says Targum Yonasen ben Uziel. Uterad yas adam in the ashri. God chased out Adam. Min de From the place that he dwelled his Shechina. Man lekodmin. Previously. Where did God dwell his Shechina previously? Bain train Kuruvaya between the two cherubs. Targum Yonasim ben Uziel says there was a place called Mishkan. You know what that place was? Gan Eden. And in the Mishkan, God dwelled his presence. You know where? between the two cherubs. The Targum Yonah Zil argues on Rashi. Rashi says these were two dangerous angels standing the east of the garden. No, says Targum Yonah God chased out Adam. Vayashken, and God dwelled Mikedem previously. Ligan Eden in the Garden of Eden. Where did he dwell? As Hakruvim on the two Kruvim. So we think... God told Moshe, I want you to build an Arain 
with two Kruvim. So, whoa, what a novel idea of having. And God says, I'm going to dwell between the two Kruvim. Wow, what kind? God's going to dwell between two Kruvim. What a new idea. God dwells between two Kruvim. This is as old as the hills. This is, this is the first thing in the Chumash. Basically, the Chumash opens up that God created a Mishkan. The name of the Mishkan was Gan Eden. The proof is that when the Mishkan was built, God said, Bosi Lagani, I'm back to my garden. And in this Mishkan, God dwelled where? In two Kruvim. So when they built the Mishkan, Hashem's not saying, I have this like new idea. Hashem said, let's do this again. Garden of Eden, take two. Why do we need all these things from the Garden of Eden? It's so strange, right? It's so mysterious. Not mysterious at all. It's it's clear as day. Of course, we need the life force of the Mishkan to come from Gan Eden because that's what the Mishkan is. The Mishkan is, let's try Gan Eden. Look, this time it's not going to be a big garden. It's going to be this little area. It's going to be enclosed. It's going to be encapsulated. But that's what the Garden of Eden is. Yeah. Look, there's Eden, there's the Gan, so they're different levels. Yeah. Right. Look, even Gan Eden, there are different levels. There's a, there's Eden, there's and there's the garden that surrounds it. The Gemara Tainus says so. So too in the Mishkan, there's the Kodesh Hakadoshim, there's the Kodesh, there's the Chatzar. But this is what we're learning, that the Mishkan, firstly, according to the Ramban and the Chikrei Lev, was going back to the Madrig of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, taking us back to Vayera. But I think, I think we could add a very significant idea that it's not just that we're going back to, to the tent of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. We're going back to the level the world was on when Hashem created it originally. Vayehi. And basically then, this is another level of understanding why the Nitziv brings down from the Bahag that Sefer Shemais is book two. Because it's basically creating the world. One more time. We're, try, we're trying again. We're trying another uh, um, attempt at the Garden of Eden with the two Kruvim. I saw that the Yishvile Pinchas uses this Targum Yonasam Ben Uziel to explain a comment of the Tanah de Be'eliyahu. Tanah says, God chased out Adam. So from here we learn that God divorced Adam like a woman. He gave him a get. And Vayashkin Mikenam Aganedim is a Kruvim? Malamed, that the Kruvim came before all of Masabarishis. The first thing created was the Kruvim. So next time your kid comes home and says, Yo, what's the first item of creation? The water, the, the air, the, the, everyone has the answers. Rashi says the water was created before the heavens. No, first thing we created were the Kruvim. Where does it say that? It's a Pasuk in Chumash. Which Pasuk? Vayigorish es ha'odam, vayashkin, God dwelled, mikedem l'ganeden, even before the Garden of Eden. Es ha'kruvim, he dwelled on the two Kruvim. So let's end off with this. So you'll ask, Wow. So if the Mishkan was like the Garden of Eden, and that's why we had to have the life force, like we said from the Kuzari, the Shaman Hamar, and the, the Samim, and the Shaman HaMishka were the life force of the Mishkan. So if basically the Mishkan was a virtual Garden of Eden, we know in the Garden of Eden, it was a pretty good place, no? Nobody died. Nobody died. Adam was going to live forever. 
and there was no decomposition, and there was no breakdown, and nobody had to go to work, says the Chassid Yaivitz, he's not addressing this question, he's just observing a phenomenon. He says, you know, ten miracles occurred daily in the Beis HaMikdash. One is the meat never spoiled, and there were no flies in the Mikdash, and the Kohen Gadol never became Tameh, and there was no de- um, decomposition, there was no breakdown. Why? He says, since this was the Makayim of the Shechina, therefore, there cannot be any Kilkel, because Kilkel comes from the sin of Adam Arishan, and this is transcends that. But now we have a very uh, deeper understanding of why in the Mishkan, in fact, there was no there was no decomposition. There was no kilkel. The Mishkan was a place that is impervious to all the Klalites that were brought to the world through Adam Arishan. In the Mishkan, the meat didn't spoil. In the Mishkan, nothing rotted. There were no flies. Because the Mishkan is actually a restoration of the world to the way things were. And to an external extent, it carried over to the Beis HaMikdash. I mean, the miracles that are observed in the Mishnah Perkei Avais were the ten miracles that took place in at least the first Beis HaMikdash. Now, we'll end with this. It's time for real. You look in Sefer Eicha. Eicha is a kina about the Chorben Beis HaMikdash. And how does Eicha end? Hashiveinu Hashem Eilecha Vinashuva Chadeshameinu I would have said Chadeshameinu Kimebis HaMikdash Renew our days like when the temple stood. No. Renew our days Kikedem The simple meaning is like Adam and Garn of Eden. I understand. The temple was just destroyed. So shouldn't we be praying that God should restore us to the days the temple stood? Why are we going back to Adam Arishan and Gan Eden? Because that is what the temple is. That's what the Beis HaMikdash is. The Beis HaMikdash is basically a restoration of Vayashken Mikedem Leganeden Es Hakruvim. We're learning a new pshat in that from Tarim Yosem and Uziel. That the Mishkan was virtually, was actually the Garden of Eden. And the Garden of Eden was a Mishkan. And therefore the day the temple was built, the Mishkan was erected. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Basi Legani I finally have come back to my garden. So we shall be zoicha to see the rebuilding of the Beis Hamikdash. Sheivanim Harvi Amenu. We shall be zoicha. Chadish Yamenu Kekadam. Thank you very much.